whip it. Let it go, let's come on. We will whip it. Whip it. In the shade. Shake it up. Get straight. Go forward. Move ahead. It's not too late to whip it. Whip it good. Welcome to a very witty Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Wig, and my friend, Mrs. Berry. And this is the final episode for the year. Do you know what episode number it is? No. 30. Our age. (laughs) If you double it and take off 15. Probably about the number of periods you've had this year. Speaking of which, we're both on day three. Day three. Which is the new day two. Day three is the day that your tampons just voluntarily eject themselves. <laughs> day three is the day that I don't really leave the bathroom. It's just... And it's about 500 degrees outside. It is is 500 degrees outside. Um, we are trying to be we, as cheery as possible. Because, we are. Because what a week. What a fucking shit storm of a week that was. It's really like 2019 went to the rest of 2019. Hold my beer. Don't you reckon? <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, yep, done that, done that, done that. What can we do to really fi- finish the year yeah. off in a total fucking desert? Oh, let's just set the country on fire. Country on fire. Let's, let's kill a couple of young dads. Oh, God. Let's have... People in power who abdicate their responsibility. It those those two dads look like I know. I'm goosey. Like I, oh, I just don't know how you. I can't. I can't. Um, so so Mr. we started off cheery. Yes. So we descended pretty quickly. Can you tell everyone about what I just gave you? Oh, well, I think if you go on my stories, you'll be able to see. Kim's given me two little. Danish, they're very designer. They're from top three by design. Um, and they're two little birds and that re- represent Kim and me. Yeah. Talking to you. Chirping away. Chirp, chirp, chirp. And occasionally, you know, fighting over food. <laughs> okay. okay, let's get through. Let's, 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 let's go powering. Let's go powering. Stop my on the fires, fires, um, and the fires. I don't deny anyone deserves a holiday. But talk about not reading the room. Kim? It's not even about reading the room. It's actually about recognising what that role entails. And sometimes that role entails uh, cancelling your holiday with two of your other best mates from your church. Really? And that that could... Yeah. He's gone with... with? He's gone with two other families from the church. It was organised a long time ago. Okay, right. Um, Because I had a theory that I was spreading around on Twitter that he was actually in New York City. Oh, why? Because my brain works like that. Oh, okay. Uh, and I don't care if it's two mates from church or if it's two mates from your local footy club. Yeah. You are in a position of... You should go, oh, over the breakfast buffet. Oh, I think I better go home today. No, he, he should never have gone. He should have recognised before he went, he should have been listening to those who are in the positions on the front line who been... had been saying, this is this is not going to end well. And this wasn't a and flash stay. fire. This fire's been going for a while. And it's sort of the the trying to justify it by saying, well, you know, I've got to go, I've got to go on trips when normally I'd take a holiday. You're the prime fucking minister. Like, hopefully you won't be there for that long. And so you'll have plenty of time to have a holiday. Well, you know what? People, he, he, he let out a statement saying, 
I'm coming back as soon as I can get on a flight. Well, you know, how hard's that? Um, as soon as I get on a flight because um, people want me back. I don't want you back. Stay not, there. Not now. Fucking stay there, I say. I think one of the big things for me, and we were talking about this yesterday, was the fact that basically the entire country, the land and the people, are in trauma. And when humans are in trauma, they look for leadership. Absolutely. And they look for leadership that is saying to them... We have a plan. Well, we have a plan, but... You, you you want to be told it's going to be okay, right. even if it's not going to be okay. Yeah. And you need that leader standing up there saying, yeah, this is abs- this is terrible and this is shocking. And, and people are losing their lives daily. People are losing their lives, but this is what we're, this is what what we're, we're doing, doing and this is what we're going to do. And this has been our line in the sand. This has been Australia's, I don't know, Waterloo. Not the right probably thing, but like this has been our whatever the moment, you know, a, a big landmark moment I'm that, get, take my that hats completely off to turns everything over. All of the fire chiefs who are standing up speaking so eloquently and giving good advice and all of the um, volunteers and firefighters, like, honestly, we just thank you and love you so much. And it's just a shitty time of the year. And, um, and I think, I think the thing for me is this is yet another example of our, of our current political system and our current government letting down those who are the most vulnerable and the most in need. Um, when you look, uh, you can actually go, the Guardian newspaper put up, a web, put up a page today about how you can help. And that page actually re- really reassured me, particularly, well, particularly as a New South Wales person, um, because the New South Wales government has an inordinate number of systems for everything from financial aid through to counselling and stuff for people affected. So you can actually see that at least the state government is doing something. I have opinions about our Premier, but that's not going to help the matter either. Um, But I really, well, both Woogs and I really urge everyone to just have a look at, um, go and have a look at Baby Mac, which is our friend Beth. Um, Go and have a look at Baby Mac's, uh, Instagram stories today and she's put up a one of the, her one of the stories is a list of things that you can donate um, to your local RFS and some of us it's money and for others who want to do something in a practical sense there's lots of suggestions about things that the local actual brigades need um, moving right along Christmas shopping activity Woogie yes I have a schedule from today through to Christmas Day that is actually have broken down into yet? times. No, I have to work <laughs> on Monday. I have been putting off Christmas shopping. Uh, it's now Saturday. Yes. Um, and it's like, I'll do it tomorrow. And then I wake up and I thought the thought of going and doing the Christmas it actually brings on my anxiety. Yeah. Um, have you got a list of what you want for everyone? No, I have to start with that. Yes, you and, cannot you cannot go in blind. Mr. Wu and Jack will be home from um, Japan, which is, I, think, I think they must have moved there permanently, uh, tomorrow. <laughs> then we have Woogle Doogle Christmas. And then we have the Survival Mothers Club, which is the mothers of my oldest son's friends. Yes. <clears throat> we have Jesus, you guys must go through a lot of hard liquor. <laughs> we have the Survival Mother the Club annual general meeting on how we're going to deal with year 11 and 12. Um, there's five of us mums and we're just all going, what the fuck? 
Oh my god! So we have that. At, you um, need to set up a weekly gathering. We have that up at the pub on Sunday. Yeah. Night. yeah. And then on Monday, I'm taking the ninja shopper Jackie. Yeah. He is my man. Perfect. And we're going to go at like Sparrows Farm. Yeah. With our list, yep. and he is the world's best shopper. And I just think that's why I kept putting it off. Yeah, you need to take him. I need to take my. But wingman. you just need to get your list done before you go. Oh yeah, my list will be done, and then I take my wingman first thing, like. I don't yeah. know. If it opens at seven, I'm going to be there at five to seven. Yeah. If I see lots of people swarming around me. <laughs> Code red at Chatswood Chase. Code red at Chatswood Chase. <laughs> and I might put out a tweet or something on <laughs> the Facebook page, the Hot Fuss Facebook page saying, can someone come and get me? <laughs> I'm near the ATM. I'm near the, the chair oh, demonstration. You know what? If I wasn't working on Monday, I'd be meeting you at New Shanghai and we'd just oh, be sitting there drinking oh. sing sao beers and, oh. oh, my God, so much rainbow oh, beef. And, like, I haven't even put up a tree. I haven't done anything. And I am unfollowing people who put things up with, like, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I'm unfollowing people on social media, you know, and then they're like, they're just so lovingly making a gingerbread house or fucking piping little trees and shit. It's beginning to be, and like, unfollow. You are not my people. I'm sorry. Oh, this festive it, spirit is alive and well. But you know what I mean? It's just, it, it's all set out to make you feel like shit. You're watching television and you know the perfect Christmas, the perfect Christmas. Who who does that come down? That comes down to mums. Hey, do you know what I loved this week? I think it was after, I think so you were still high on the green whistle. <laughs> yeah. And um, we're, we're going to talk about, about your dental work soon. <laughs> and you were watching that um, that cooking show. Oh, yeah. That was whoring itself out to everyone. It was Coles, it was Woolies. It Let was, me tell you. It was a, Kenmade or whatever a, it is. As an influencer. <laughs> as a brand ambassador myself. Yes, yeah. yes. I choose to stick with one. Like, one, like so I work with Woolies. Yes. So I, I don't work with anyone else. Yes. I've worked with... Toyota, so I don't work with anyone else. Yes, but that show is just whoring itself out. Like, can you go? Can you can you do something with Subaru? Because I, I okay, the Berry Bus. It's okay. not going to be this year because there's just no. You know, we went to New York. Um, we're going to have to actually have a funding. So, but the Berry Bus is sort of reaching a point where <laughs> things are almost falling off it, <laughs> and you can hear it coming down the road. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's right. like the Berry Bus is coming. Oh, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it is not. It's not that bad. Well, at least you got the roof fixed. Yeah, the roof is fixed. Yeah, that was a particularly low moment. Because it was kind of like being in a, de- in like in a tent. <laughs> but the roof on the inside, that, that weird stuff on the internal roof. Was, it fell down. It fell down. I tried to stick it back up. but I'm not going to do anything with Subaru, and I'll tell you why. Because I drive a Subaru and it's a piece of shit. Oh, you don't like it? No. Okay. Is well, it actually, that controversial? I hope that doesn't get back to well, the good work of Subaru. But my I, mechanic told me that if you if I was getting anything to Toyota, just, yeah, just get a Toyota. Toyota, we got to we got, right. That's it. Gonna, Toyota. Can Toyota. you put Toyota in the notes? But we don't want an old lady Toyota. No, there's some really cool Toyotas out. Not a Corolla for God's I sake. I like like that angry looking one that looks a bit like a cockroach. The is it the Cougar? And I think it's called the Cougar. Cougar? Yeah, the Cougar. I really like that. Don't get an orange one though. Oh no. No. I don't even see orange. I want ones. like a black. I want a black. Yeah. Or, yeah, no black. Yeah, okay. And then I want to get win- the window. Hey, you know how you didn't have a goal? Yes. Is that my goal? Oh, I don't know. That's no, not really that's a not good a very goal. That's cool goal. Hey, can I tell you something that happened? Can I, I apologise to all the people who love their um, Subaru. I, I just think they're shit. Right. 
bad aircon, which is oh nice. well, that's <laughs> that's the thing. Like you know, t- Toyotas were always known for their good aircon. I know, and I had a Kluger, and it was massive, and it oh, was luxury. It was and you just like, and you, that was... aircon would blow your hair oh, back. Oh my god! <laughs> you could go and like freeze things in that car, but it was just so massive. It right, was huge. It was 2G. And we had it because we had a boat, and we had to tow the boat, and we used to go up to Pearl Beach all the time. And... You had a boat. Oh, was a dinghy? Was it like a dinghy? No, it was a proper boat. Holy shit! Was that that must have been the start of Mister Woods's? I think it was. Yeah, obsession of things. I remember when you when the police pulled you over on like the freeway going up there because your car wasn't registered. That was a good story. We haven't got good communication. There. I was like, I thought you did it, and he's like, I thought well, you, you did it. it. <laughs> Do you know you're about the fourth family I know who has done that and just gone the other one thought the other one had done it. I know. That's not great. No, guess great. what I did this week. I paid our gas and electricity bill and because it comes into mum, right, and and we now pay that and I paid them on Monday or something and then I set up so that it will now – so I got rid of mum's whole ridiculous – you know, the paper bill comes in and then you lose it and then, you, you know. So I just set it all up that it's all direct debited out of our accounts now and blah, blah, blah. But, of course, then they just went, rightio. And they, so this week I've paid my gas – my quarterly gas and electricity bill twice. Well, does that just put you in the in the black for a bit? It does, except it also just probably means I need to turn around to a few people and go, I was getting your present. <laughs> but then you go and but you buy these. I've just lost $600, so sorry. No, I think it's, that's, that's, that's what future self will thank you for. Well, I kind of figure that in January when you've got four, you know, they're all at home and they're all just like going, Staring there's no food. food. And what is and then we have to do all new school uniforms, school shoes. We've got to buy Jack Grovey a laptop because he's going into high school. We have to buy Jasper a laptop so because his laptop has lasted him two years, except he finally told us at the end of this term, like about four weeks before the end of term, that in first term he fell over and bumped his laptop. And for the rest of the year he's had half the screen, black and white, and half <laughs> And he never told us. He's just lived with it. Because he didn't want to... Because he was just... He just is a good kid. Oh, how do you get those? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I think you have to have a lot of them. You have a lot. Yeah, the lottery. You see, you have a lot. And then you've <laughs> yeah, got... That, one of them's got to rise are. to the top. <laughs> no, I do love my boys. And they, they're... Oh, you're missing... Oh, I'm missing my little one. But they're... <laughs> <laughs> How, oh god, she's this is that sort of maniacal crying of like, no, no, I'm not gonna identify who's is who's, right? Because that's just cruel. But one oh, of yeah, them, like it won't be obvious. One of them was just like, I'm standing, I'm standing, I'm standing, I'm standing, like just everything marvelous, marvelous. And then one was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then like in the in the subjects that he likes, outstanding, outstanding, yeah. And he's going to, in to do the HSC next year, so I figured. He's picked the subjects he's like, so he's like yeah. to be outstanding. Oh my god, like, that's honestly, the rule. Just do the subjects, we'll do whatever you like. Don't I don't do care subjects that he got a, a fail in rhythmic gymnastics. That's because he's not a rhythmic gymnast, and he really never good. will be. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I just, I just can imagine. That's probably why he's been acting out so much is the fact that he was made to run around a room with a ribbon <laughs> and a ball <laughs> and a ball. <laughs> Um, and he, he's a rugby player for fuck's oh, sake. They shouldn't. Anyway. Okay. Can I tell you about something that I found out on Monday? Yes. 
that we have touched on a couple of times before today. And uh, when I, ha- I had quite a major crisis of confidence and breakdown oh. a couple of months ago. Do you remember mm. when I put this thing up on, I put it up on Instagram because, you know, if you don't put it on Instagram, it didn't actually happen. No. And it was just basically a frustration with myself about why do I know I have these deadlines and I have to work to this structure and yet when push comes to shove I literally can't do it like I can't concentrate I get really bored I concentrate for like three minutes and then I'm distracted and just all this stuff and everyone was very lovely and like you can do it you've got it you know you're just so talented like all those lovely things that you like to hear and then my friend Yal um, privately sent me a message saying have you ever been tested for ADD And I said, oh, it's funny you should say that. My mum was told I had that when I was three. And they wanted to put me on drugs. And this is in the mid-70s. So can you imagine? It was probably like an adult dose of something into a three-year-old. And mum was like, no, I'm just going to keep her busy. (laughs) As a large percentage of mothers did and probably still do. So she set me off to do a... um, an online test from the ADD, like the actual uh, uh, authority, you know, the association that runs it. And it, you know, it sort of said, oh, if you get, if you get, you know, more than four crosses in this column, then it's worth investigating. So I got 12. (laughs) (laughs) You are such a fucking overachiever. I've got a prize. So oh, hang on. Here's your Christmas present. <laughs> a fitness first complimentary guest pass. Well, okay. So I go to my shrink oh and my who, you know, so I've had some level, I've had, I've seen a psychiatrist pretty much almost every month for the last 20 years. So I have done and a lot of, you love him. Well, I love him. I've been seeing him for about 10. Um, the one before was fantastic until his second young bride, child bride, uh, left him and then he became quite depressed and I realise now probably throughout the last year of his that you were care of me that, that he didn't actually really, he wasn't particularly effective um, and uh, so uh, Michael and I had, so I have done a lot of cognitive, you know, cognitive behaviour therapy I've done a lot of work on you myself teach it. I could, I've done a lot of work on myself in that time um, so I, we talked about it the week, the last session and then this session on last Monday he made me do that test again, and then he made me do another test, like another psychiatrist sort of thing, right? And he was like, okay, so in that one you got 52, and anything over 20 is of a concern, like worth looking at. Oh, and in this test you got 87, and anything over 40 in that one is, you know. He goes, well, so we actually... a high achiever, Kim. And so he was like, so meditation's going to help. <laughs> But we're really going to need some other strategies. So uh, now I'm now I'm a method. <laughs> what does that mean? I got my dexamphetamine. Started it this week. What does it do? I can just so when I do concentrate, I have Is a focusin, like yeah. focusin from focusin. Remember when Bart was put oh. on focusin? Focusin, that's me. I'm on focusin. Um. So I've got a friend's kids on focusing and it's made a huge difference. Oh, every, like, yeah, I've got 
uh, a really good friend whose son just did so the you literally now rattle when you walk yeah because i take three different drugs for my depression and anxiety and i take tablets for my thyroxin and then i take tablets when i eat for my pancreas and now i take speed, uh, speed for my brain Try harder, works. Try harder. I know. I must try and amp up. So I've only just, this week's only just been the slow build up, you know, so I've only been. um, We don't mind sharing things on this podcast, by the way. We hope hope you don't mind listening to it. Well, this is one of the things, right? Because Yarl is incredibly experienced in all of this just through her own family experience with her boys and her husband. I hope she doesn't mind me saying that. Um, Too too late now. And uh, she said that for women who have it, Firstly, it doesn't get picked up nearly as much as it does in boys because yeah. we're just basically better communicators and we just manage our emotions more effectively than boys do. Um, and that's not that's not male that, bashing. No. no, no, that's actually just how oh, yeah, hormones and, and stuff work. Right? Proven that. Um, but she said, of course, a lot of women find out when they're going through menopause yeah. because their hormones go to shit. And of course, I'm perimenopausal and I go back into a full-time job driven by deadlines Ugh. that then, that then if I miss, impact three other, well, impacts my publisher, impacts the designers, impacts the printing company. And then you've got your and then ad- it, advertisers. And then impacts the advertisers who go, you said it was going to be out by this date and it's a week or two late. So, and that was my thing. I don't know how you do it. I do not know how you do it. <laughs> I just go wherever you can fuck yourselves. And walk out. That's why I can't get a job. I just go. No, I don't want to. No, that's really boring. But this is the thing, right? Like, um, so what I've noticed this week, I'm still getting some of the side effects, and but the pharmacist said to me they'll actually a couple of weeks, you know, two or so weeks, and you'll find that they just ease off. Um, Merry Christmas to you, Kim. But what I'm finding is when I'm at work and I'm working on something, focusing. I don't have the white noise in my head, like just that noise in my head. And I don't have that voice in my head saying, stay on task, stay on task, stay on task. Don't eat the stay donut. Stay on task. Don't yeah, eat the donut. You're not hungry. You're not hungry. You're not hungry. Like, stay in your seat. Stay in your seat. Stay in your seat. Like, that's fantastic news. I know. So I actually... Oh, my God. Like, you're going to operate on a whole different level. Yeah. I I'm really. Some. I'm kind of really keen to see, like... Once I'm ticking along, what because already in one way, because part of me sort of thinks psychosomatically yeah, 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 that this yeah, yeah. week I'm like, oh yes, look at how concentrating I am. Concentrating I am. Anyway, <laughs> so that was my Monday. And then my Tuesday was, uh, no, my Wednesday was a, uh, one of Oscar's providers, service providers going, oh, you know how we said that. Uh, I went away and checked that we could fund his project, you know, his program next year that way. Um, and I came back and then we put that in as part of his funding application to the NDIS. Yeah, we can't do that. So that's a whole transition to work, work skills, not work skills, what but a work. fucking waste of time. On, on a week before Christmas. Now, you've got a good relationship with your local member, don't you? Yes. So I... Um, and I and apparently he's a nice guy. Yes. I've heard that from many people. And I saw Wendy Harmer tweet him the other day something complimentary. So... Yeah. 
And if he's good enough for Wendy, he's good enough for I know, everyone. right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, he's, the, he's community sort of society um, person within his local office, Deb. Is Deb. Deb. Always a Deb. She's always, like, she's been amazing. Always. But this is not, uh, she actually pinged me, like, last month saying, just touching base. How's everything going? I mean, what? Yeah, that's nice. Um, this is not actually an NDIS thing. This is a service provider thing. No, but you actually need some support from someone. And so like yet again, yet again, I am at that point of just staring down a year. This is exactly what happened last year. Staring down another year of like, what are we going to do? And it's a little bit like and how I can relate to it is like Jack was picked up being deaf when he was born. And thank God, because a lot of people weren't picked up until they were four or five. Yeah. And it's the years that are wasted. Yes. And so that's how I, how I sort of can relate in that way. Of that's another year it's another without year. skills that he could have that's had. Exactly. To keep going and living a meaningful life. Yes. And he's not fucking getting left behind and he's not getting no. forgotten. Because we will not let that happen. No. No. We're going to take a quick break. After we come back, I'm going to talk to you about my trip to the dentist. <laughs> Amongst them. Oh, gonna... No, before we go on a quick break, I have to tell you. So, just, so fit, oh my God, the youngest one, Grover, he had his, he finished year six and that's my last one in primary. So that is the, that brings us to the end of 16 years of me being involved in a primary school somewhere. I love and primary school. It's also the end so of thirteen much. years at that particular primary oh, school. Oh, how did you cry? So of course, this all this stuff happened with Oscar that day at work. Oh shit! And then I had to leave work early to get to the school in time for all the school making the tunnel for them to run through. I left an hour to get there. The traffic, oh. Christmas traffic. So I'm on Wakehurst Parkway, and it's like quarter two, three, and I'm going. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it. And then I'm listening to Tim Mitchin's White Wine in the Sun. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea. I got about halfway along the Wakehurst Parkway, which is in the middle of gorgeous bush. bush and that's is it, it open? I started, yeah, it's okay. There hasn't been anything in our area yet. Um, and they haven't, and I started crying. And then I got to the school and I like, and I'm run, and it's hot. So I've parked 3,000 miles because I'm so late and there's everyone else. And I run and I run in and all these people see, who know me see me and go, you've missed it, you've missed it. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, oh. And then I, which I hadn't, thank God. And why would they say that? Oh, to be funny. And That's not funny. No, it wasn't funny. It was deeply traumatic. Give me a list of names. <laughs> and, then, and then I saw Rob who was standing there with his parasol. And he just looked at me and goes, and he just had this look on his face of reassurance. And he goes, it's okay. It's okay. You're here. You made it. And that was it. I wasn't just teary and like, oh my God, this is so beautiful and so sad. Howling. Like, <laughs> like that. Like the heaving. And was that... anyone else doing that? No. <laughs> and a mum actually came up to me in Woolies yesterday who has also had kids go through the school forever, but not in the same year. So we always see each other, but we've never. And she came up to me. Is she a flusher? I don't know. She came up to me in the supermarket and she goes, hi, I'm Catherine. You know, we've always seen it. And she goes, I saw you on Wednesday. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I couldn't (laughs) stop. And then all the boys... And this, and this then undid it. The when focus, they came the running out. The had not kicked in yet. And the, the focus had not kicked in. That wasn't even, I think that was day one. And then 
Um, and they all came running out through the tunnel and the first boy who came out was one of Grover's best mates who is actually going to the same school as him next year. They're the only ones going from our school to that school. And he was already, he was crying. And oh. that was it. <laughs> that was it. And then Grovey came out and he was so, he was blotchy and red and he was crying. Uh, and I was, so that was, I was just even, I couldn't even, if you look at the photo of the footage of me following him, it's like this, like shaking, like, you know. And then his other best mate, Coops, came through and he was... You're not dying for fuck's I sake. Know, but it was really interesting. I thought, these are the things I thought. This is a bunch of boys who are just such a rabble. Like they're, as Jasper calls them, loud and obnoxious. But they are such marshmallows mm. and so thoughtful and soft to each other. And two of them have had, like, you know, emotional... One of them was in a, like, little, had a little girlfriend and she broke his heart and he's like, my heart, you know, my heart's broke. Anyway, and they've looked up, they've looked after him and, like, yep. are you okay? And they haven't, you know... Yep. And then they're really sensitive little souls and the fact that they could cry in front of each other... Yeah. ...was just... Meanwhile, the girls, there was a bit of tears and then they were all, like, doing their Insta poses <laughs> and, like, you know, sticking out their non-existing boobs... But the boys, meanwhile, are all in this huddle, supporting Aww. each other and crying. And we were just like, Cooper's mum and I, she's actually pregnant, so she's got every excuse in the, under, the, under the sun. How old is Cooper's mum? I know, get this. So she's got Cooper going to year seven. She's got, oh God, I can't remember. The next one is going into year three. So she's had big gaps between all of oh. them. And, and she's literally just saying to me, I'm too old for this shit. And I'm going, you really are. Like... <laughs> Oh and God, I said, but this is going to be my... But you should see these boys with her. And, like, they're just like... Is she having a girl? We don't know. We are going to take a short anyway. break now because this one will keep talking and I need to do something and we'll see you back in a minute. Do you want me to get the um, magnifying mirror and the defuzz yes, thing? Okay, yes. I'll just fetch that for her. The sound you're hearing is not what you think it is, but it probably brings about the same level of satisfaction... Yes, Woogie was like, you have to deal with your peach fuzz. So I dealt with my peach fuzz. I had to give her a whole little, what's it called again? The flawless. I had to give it a whole little grease and oil change though. And then I put a new battery in and I pulled it all apart and I pulled out all the ones that were not making it work, the hairs that had caught up higher. And uh, now she just goes like the clappers. But Woogie, Woogie had to pick up all, like, she just wiped away all the little, my little, my little pile of my, uh. There she goes. That's it. Merry Christmas, everyone. There was a heave. Oh. Are you recording? Yeah. You're crazy. Just that last little bit. Okay. And we're back. Welcome back to <laughs> the Hot Flush, the, peri- peri- the premiere podcast for the perimenopausal. I think um, we should. I think she, we should. Um, oh, okay. Let's just touch on the dentist. Okay. So um, we're going into readers' questions. Readers' questions, right? So, as you know, I've been to the dentist recently four times. The first dentist, William, who I kind of had a crush on, he sent me off to another dentist because he could tell that I was going to be a nightmare to work with because <laughs> of my anxiety. So he sent me to the boutique dental care it's god, you god. know what that just sounds expensive look at the card oh my god it looks like a beautician it's a, well it is you can get botox there if you want 
Oh, really? Yeah, so Boutique Dental Care, my um, dentist there, um, she's the only dentist, she's the main dentist, so Boutique Dental Care in Chatswood, if you're a nervous Nelly, can you stop doing that while we're... No. It's she's okay. She's shaving her like, face with the miracle... The flawless. The flawless, which is leaving her flawless. Concentrate. I am concentrating. So... I'm on speed now, I can do lots of things all at once. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I went to see her is that she gives you like a mild sedation and she gives you a whistle, the green whistle. She gave you the green whistle. To like suck on whenever I felt like it. Holy shit. She's gonna, she said it was going to be like I was at schoolies. So she's done, um, I have to have fucking root canal, canal therapy. So there goes any chance of a holiday. Um, so she's put a temporary filling in. I've got to go to an endocrinologist to have the, uh, there's some section of it that's just too hard. What? And then I'm going back to her and she's going to fix my whole mouth. It's going to cost $8 million. So my goal for next year is to get my teeth fixed. Like, so Can I've... you go to her? Okay. Yeah. She's so, and she's so cool, and she's used to people coming in and having panic attacks, and then there's another lady that just holds your hand, and they give you a blanket and a heat pack, and, like, what? they play nice music, and it's, it's like going to a five-star day, day spa. So, okay, because I started to get all my molars and fixed mm-hmm. um, when I was at my previous job, and then was made redundant, so for now two years, yep. I have dealt with... Half an implant yep. and three teeth that need crowns on them. Okay. Go and see this lady. Um, Which is actually literally going to cost me $8,000. Yep. Like he did the quote. Yeah. So go and see this lady because you can also pay it off. Um, and she, I want to give you a couple of tips, right? You need to be using an electric toothbrush. Yep. At the absolute minimum, electric toothbrush. You need to floss. Yes. She asked me whether I drink a lot of carbonated water. And I said, yes, I do. I drink it by the the truckloads. And yep. she said, stop. Really? No yeah. bubble water? No bubble water. She said, it erodes, especially women of our age, it erodes <gasps> your teeth. The acidity what? in bubble water erodes your teeth. And she goes, you can drink it with a straw, but we all know what that means. Well, Turtles we're, dying. We're killing the ocean. So I've, I've had to make the switch. I have one of my Diet Cokes a day, which I feel guilty as hell having. And now I just drink cold tap water wow that's going to be a big adjustment for me like because i drink probably like at least a liter and a half of soda water well you can't do it jesus it's fucking up your teeth so there's my tips from you go and see her at uh boutique dental care chatswood tell her mrs woog sent her thank you okay so moving right along let's get to readers questions or well not readers questions so did you see what i asked them today all, All I, I want, want for, for Christmas. Christmas. But also we do need to look at the one that we sent last night. I oh I just want it to rain. You know I how, just want it to rain. You know how we've got you know how I've got the good one? Yeah. That sounds like that again, but it's outside. Um he just sent me a text saying, Is there anything you want me to get ready before you come home? <sighs> right. Okay, we've got eight minutes. All right, let's go. Um have you got them up? No. I thought you did. I've got them up. Oh, good. Yeah, where are mine? 
Kim Nicole, I just got my first full-time graduate job teaching for 2020 after going back to uni to do an education degree at nearly 40 after giving away my corporate grind. Happy lady, sat in my classroom today and just smiled. Oh, that school is so lucky See, to have you. See, good news. You. We've got a good news story. That school is so lucky to have you, Kim Nicole, and you will love it. I mean, I did it for a bit. No, you didn't love it. But that's me. She wants to be there. Exactly. And, and to go off and, and get your qualifications at that age means that you really want to do it. So yeah. I think that is absolutely brilliant. Um, how about talking about the benefits or disadvantages of taking a hormone replacement to cope with vaginal dryness? Another pain in the butt of menopause, which made me laugh because Sam comes along and says, honey, if it's a pain in the bum, it's more than a dryness issue. <laughs> And I have to. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and I have to say, I have absolutely no um, idea um, about vaginal dryness. I do know that it is a common yeah. symptom of menopause. And I know that you can get pessaries for it. And I've got a but friend. As far as hormones, and I, Taya, I don't who, know. Taya, who is on our page, talked about some sort of hormonal thing that she did as well that. She had to go. I think it was an actual like sort of procedure thing. Why can't, I can't even find like everyone stop posting? Then I can't because I can't find our posts. Sheridan, oh fuck, this is tough. I'm now spending my fourth consecutive night and eighth out of twelve in hospital with my son, who's had oh. two spinal injuries in two weeks, surgeries in two weeks. I'm tired. I want to wash my hair, and I can't seem to say it will do anything to appease Master Seventeen. But I sit here like a fucking back in the box, jumping up to move pillows and get this every five seconds. Get this and that every five seconds. Oh, and he's been watching Simpsons Marathon on Fox 8 for three days straight. Oh, and clearly I can't recognise good news anymore. Oh. That's my mate Sheridan from school. Is it? Yep. So, Sheridan, you need to roster in some... Support. Who who else can come in and sit with him? And he, can Jordy come in and sit with him? And, and he then, is seventeen. Yes, but yes, he is. But as we've talked about before, seventeen is on the cusp. Different for different kids. Yeah. Um, and also the surgery he's having is excruciatingly painful. It's not like what I had done. It's like speaking to the microphone. Stop awesome. looking at yourself in the fucking mirror. No, I'm just. Oh, we'll give you time at the end. No, I've got to. I've got to go in like eight minutes. My youngest daughter graduated from uni with a business degree yesterday. Oh, so hang on, back to Sheridan. Um, so you need to actually make set times, Sheridan, when you're not going to be there. So you actually have to say, today I'm here until you know, 11.30 or something, and then go and, and do not go home and then, you clean know, shit. clean shit. Go home, have a shower, just lie on your bed and stare at, stare at the ceiling for a bit. Okay? Can you do that for me? I'm going to ask you again. I'm going to follow up. Okay. Okay. Nanette, my youngest daughter graduated from uni with a business degree yesterday and I couldn't be more proud. Feels a little weird that they might not need me so much anymore if I'm honest. Yeah, that really, I had a moment like that. Yeah, you've been through that. Yeah, I just, I feel like... They're growing up. They're growing up. And, and that's what we always, always wanted. <laughs> and now they're doing it. And it's like, and it's such a cliche. You know, it's that yeah. whole thing like our parents would say to us when they're little, just enjoy it. <laughs> and it's like, eh, no, I just want, you know. And now when they're really lovely and grown up and, you know, and they go away. 
Kirsty, I've just had a fabulous two weeks at the coast with my family. Had a shit end professionally to 2019, but I feel like I can have some difficult conversations in 2020. Have been <gasps> hanging cool. out for a flushes potty. Glad to hear my favourites are doing one before the end of the year. Definitely good news there. Kirsty, rip the fucking band-aid off those conversations and get them out of the way. You will feel so much better. Yep. You're, yep. And and to everyone who's saying that they've had a shitty 1990, whatever the fucking year that was, a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, my psychologist gave me some good advice when I had a shitty year in uh, 2016. And she's going, you know, because it was filled with tragedy and whatever. And, she go, and then I'm like, that's right. 2017 is going to be my best year ever. And she looked at me and she said, Kate, it's not going to be your best year ever. It's going to be better than last year. Yeah. So don't That's say, it. Yeah. And, yeah. and it is because you go, right, this is my year. I'm going to... Yeah. And then you're just setting yourself up for a fall. <laughs> yes. And you need to do some... You need oh, to do shut some up. Blending. Blending. Okay. Well, I'm on the radio, so they really care. Um, uh, what was I going to say about that? Yeah. And the other thing, you know what I'm going to do? Because oh, I thought about it. I thought, I'm going to do it actually for work, right? And then I went, oh, look, there's another little dust bunny. Oh, make a wish. <laughs> Here, make a wish. I cannot believe so much <laughs> hair can come off this one face. <laughs> um, it is. I'm going to, at the end, like, I'm going to somewhere write down, like, each month, the good things that happened in that month. Yes. Like, some sort of, some like, I just want to be able to, because... I mean, hello. I went to New York this year. I know. I got to go to Melbourne a couple of times. I know. I like, I got a new job that I get paid and I like, you know, like, I, I had a heaps sh- of I awesome had, stuff happened this year. I had a shower almost every day. Yeah. I discovered a new skincare range. Now I, now I actually get to take speed every day. Yeah, every day. And you've got the skincare range, but, but you're still growing the fluff. Get one of those. I'm going to get you one. I've got one. Why do not you using it? I don't know. I get worried that I'm actually then going to grow like whiskers, that it's going to come back as whiskers, not as peach fuzz. That's Ruth. what I'm worried about. Ruth. And you will, it doesn't. Okay. December, the month of getting emotionally beaten to a pulp. And just when you think you can't take another thing, the shit just keeps on slung. It's unrelenting. I don't even have a bush fry at my back door. I have to cut my water my garden water back from now on dams are getting on the low side thank fuck for aircon my only saving grace now ruth lives uh middle of north queensland so <gasps> she oh my god it must be 52 yeah. up there oh today. donna donna i work in retail i got nothing <laughs> <laughs> oh donna donna i was at country road the other day i think i told this story and i said to one of the ladies who works there i said how the fuck can you listen to this Christmas carol shit? And she said, it's been going since the 1st of fucking December and I'm going to kill someone. I know at my local Woolies it was going since November. Today was the last day of my kids were in childcare, long daycare. Fuck off second mortgage after 17 years. I know that feeling. You know, when you stop paying daycare fees. Yeah. That's a remember, lot of money. Remember when you stopped paying for nappies? Oh, I know. I it's like, just like, holy Crap holy, I can spend that on alcohol. Let's buy a, a yacht. <laughs> Penny, I'm on holidays for three weeks. Does that count? I have to change from my patch out for pills because the bastards won't stay on the end with band-aids, so I'm as hormonal as fuck. Well, I just. 
but I have an extra week off after Christmas New Year clusterfuck, so the family might just stay alive. Maybe, Penny, you should get on focusing. <laughs> I love it. We're just calling it my focusing. I just love all of us chicks are in the same boat. All uh, of there us. a theme that's coming? I'm thinking of starting a travelling sisterhood of pissed off women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to follow Skomo around and badger him with as many questions as I can. I'm beyond furious at his behaviour with this horrific fire catastrophe. Who would like to join me? And she's got a lot of support there. Oh, my God. That's that's so good. Can you imagine him just being followed around by a bunch of pissed off perimenopausal women? And we can get T-shirts. Yeah. Did you hear about that company that made the Hawaiian shirt with his face <laughs> on the hibiscus? So good. Sold out. Crashed their website. Karen, we picked up our new car this morning to celebrate Harvey <gasps> winning his cancer fight. Oh, my God. After getting through chemo, radiation, and six hours of surgery with a good result. Still have four months of chemo and further surgery, but you have to celebrate the battles as well as the war. Five months on Christmas Day since diagnosis. <gasps> Karen, that's the fucking best ever. That is Ow, so Karen, good. that is just, oh, we've both got goosebumps. I know, here. look at me. Look, look. Oh, God, I'm hopeless. Well, same. Rachel, I lamented for five years if I was smart enough to go to uni. I left school at 16. Earlier this year, I started an MBA and got my final results this year and scored two high distinctions. <laughs> Pretty damn surprised I still have the imposter syndromes constantly working hard at it and seeing the reward for my effort. Rachel, fucking hell. I'm just going to start an MBA. Oh, I'm just going to get some distinctions. You were oh, not an imposter, mate. You did that yourself. Yeah, there's no impostering there. That is fucking awesome. God, Do you know what's impostering there? The self-doubt. Yeah. That's the imposter. Get it out makes, of you. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, because that's living in you. Get out of it. Um, Danny, I had a wonderful moment today where I suddenly felt very grateful for things I take for, great, for, for granted. Grateful for my family, friends and health. That I could afford to feed my family, give gifts, live in a house with fresh air, water, air con and no fire at my door. And Woogs, did you give up the fags? If yes, bravo. If not, you make us who slip. I've slipped up. I've slipped up. I'm not oh. smoking, but you know, here and there. Um, I just, I just don't think our lives can be that, um, that, uh, uh, what's it called? Pa- uh, no, partisan. Can't. We well, can't. No, like, I, you're a human being. But you know, I've had one at a party here and there, but like the amount of money I've saved has been absolutely ridiculous. Um, okay, moving on. Resign, Marianne. Resign from my job and finished yesterday. Taking the leap and going to see if it's possible to pay the bills. As an consultant admin, virtual admin. Oh, and however, his contract got cut short, so he is driving his belongings home tomorrow after three years of him being away Monday to Friday every week. We are finally going to be together more than we're apart, and we'll find out whether we really do love each other. Look, this is what I call a uh, the next chapter. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I'm an, I am a freelancer, and the hustle is real. <laughs> the hustle is real. You you have to work so hard, much harder when you work for yourself, because if you don't, you don't get a paycheck. Yeah. So I I reckon you've you sound like you've got it in you, and um and I think it's good that you're going to spend more time with your partner. Nice, Vicky, Vicky Finch. In the last fall, uh, last month, I've sold three original artworks, five prints from those artworks, oh. gotten a commission, sold one in ten an art less, sold ten one on one art lessons <gasps> for kids. I'm feeling emotionally and mentally the best I have ever felt and I've shed skin and grown wings in 2020. I'm going to fly. God. So all this badness that's going on and we are like, you guys are fucking nailing it. Yeah. 
Elaine, I'm nearly at the end of my de detox in Koh Samui. If I finally get to eat tomorrow, 10 days of... <laughs> oh, fuck, this sounds horrendous. 10 days of drinking broth, herb, oh, yes! and juice. <laughs> Eight days of pouring from a bucket full of caffeinated or garlic-infused water through my colon. Eight days of morning yogurt. 10 days of massages, visit to the steam room, swimming, walking, reading, sunbathing, relaxing, and not worrying about anyone but myself has been awesome. I have... I was at the Health Oasis Resort. If anyone is thinking of giving it a go, you wrote wow. And I went, no. <laughs> 10 days of drinking broth, herb tea and juice. And then eight days of pouring a bucket full of caffeinated or garlic infused water through my colon. That means it's going up the butt. Up the That's butt. an enema. Yeah. Yeah. 10 days of daily massage. I'd be worried about a massage just squirt someone in the eye not from the right not from any good end really look i think it's great lots of people get stuff out of that but i like to to retox instead mm. of detoxing yes oh give me a good swim up bar i say uh but good sonia, on you sonia bit into a bit of rocky road and then cracked a front <laughs> tooth so she's keeping in she's keeping in sync with the week that all of us have had okay if you're a city going to protect dental care yeah but not it's... sponsored <laughs> Uh, Justine's having a lovely moment with her 15-year-old who got out the film, uh, her old film camera. I think that's really nice having a new thing to connect on. Liz, our beautiful uh, friend Liz, who we've known for 100 years, um, got a new job, which is awesome because that old job she had was killing her. So I'm very happy about that, Liz. I got Liz, to meet Nicole, Nicole Roberts. I met the fabulous. Oh, I met the fabulous. She didn't say that. I wrote that myself. Yeah. I, met, I met Kate Murphy on Thursday night at the fabulous VIP Uber Kate night. It was fabulous. I didn't even know about it. How did I not know about I it? I don't know. It was great. You've got to tell me about these I things. I would have come. I needed it was a so fabulous. Good. There was. I remember was... Kate like just looked like <laughs> goddess. I, I just looked at her. She's, she's like a movie star. She's hotter. She's like, yeah, it's not fair. But she's like off the shot and a big poofy thing on one shoulder, and I'm like looking at her going, "Oh, sorry, I'm sitting far back. Sorry." Um, and she just, oh my god, I just looked at her and went, "How can that? Be? I know someone that beautiful. How can that even be possible?" Um, Belly, her um, mum came home from hospital after two months. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, Jen's daughter got an early uni offer that's pretty exciting what oh my god okay she had a terrible she was abused at school by school staff and she but she's come out of it and she's got an early offer for uni that's, that's just great. remarkable um that is very exciting uh i don't think we're gonna get through everyone but we're Leanne, rushed. we won't we can't get to your handler wolf in sheep's clothing i worked with someone like that too and whew, that's a hard one I Jennifer, I cried at work this week. Pressure's building up and finally couldn't hold emotions back. I'm the oldest employee, so I was so embarrassed. I feel I still feel crap over it. Get over it, Jennifer. Get I've over cried. it. Sorry, I don't mean to sound harsh, but crying is absolutely natural. One time I was in the managing director's office and he gave me some news about my new boss and, and got quite hysterical. And, and I think he gave me a paper bag in the end just to, to do some shallow breathing. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it, it's... T look... Crying at work. It's why like, have you ever... You've quivered. Of course you've cried at work. <laughs> Fuck, I just cry everywhere. Like, seriously. It's normal, Jennifer. It doesn't matter if you're the oldest. I bet you there's people who've been crying in the toilets. 
Liz, too, too fabulously for bringing sanity to our lives each week. Aww. Amanda, climate action, fuck. Like, that's going to be high on our agenda next year. Um, okay. Yeah, we've done all those. Oh, someone just got a new car. Go back up. That was a bit exciting. Merry Christmas to me. Oh, God, I hope it's not a Subaru. <laughs> okay. It's a Mazda. It's a Mazda. And then we did the... Uh, First the- time I've been able to buy, finance and purchase a car in my name. <gasps> eight years. That's huge. Lindell. Lindell. That... Oh. Wow, that's so cool. Do you know, I remember when, um, after the family realignment, the first thing that we needed was a new television. The TV, like, busted. Like It, it, it left with the bad vibes. Yeah. And um, I bought it, and I was like, it's mine. Like, I bought that with my money. Didn't have to consult with anyone else about, you know, what to look for in it. And mm. Yeah. Okay, for the potty, uh, finish this sentence. All I want for Christmas is, what do you want for Christmas? Rain. I want it to rain, and it's going to rain on Christmas Day, and I don't care. Like, I just think, look, if you look out now, the smoke's getting worse. Yeah. Um, I need these fires to fuck off, and I need I need the country people to get some rain. That's all I want. I don't don't get me anything. Yeah. Just send the rain. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. That's all I want. I just well if, well if actually it, no, that's not true. I want rain. I want kindness, and I want leadership. Yep, I think those three things can work. You think we can live with those? Yep. Can everyone, no matter whether you're with family or with friends or wherever you are, we want you to find a moment in your day on Christmas Day to just, I don't know, look after yourself. Yeah. Take a moment. Take a moment. Look around. Tell people to fuck off. (laughs) Yeah. Because some of us are going to be in a situation that is not where you look around the room and see everyone having fun and loving it. You're going to look around a room and go, toxic, toxic, toxic. And if there there are those relos who you don't see eye to eye with, just be pleasant and leave it. Mm. Don't get into a scrap. It's not worth it. No. Um, So we're going to finish up 2019. What's your word for 2019? Uh, Do you have a word for 2019? Well, I always have the word onward. Onward? I found a cracker the other day. Did you? find it. What was your Oh, God, you think I'd be able to work in social media? You know, oh, you know what 2019 had? The audacity. (laughs) And I think that's a great time to finish up our year. Thank you so much. Please stay safe. Look after your hearts. We We love love you you all. all. And as we like to say, just keep plucking.